We're going west, or for you anagram lovers, we're going stew. This week on Hapless Heroes. I got a nose flute. That's what I'm working with. Welcome back to the Hapless Heroes Podcast. My name is Dave, and I will be your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. And we will start this evening as we start every other by introducing our cast, starting on my right with Francesco as the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom. I have a plan. To his right, we have John as Lord Jarrell the Light. This god is much more dangerous than I once anticipated. To his right, we have Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. We're sneaking along, but not singing a song, side by side. To his right, we have Zach as Pregnart. Oh, hello, it's me. We're going west, I guess. To his right, we have Mike as Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind. Westward ho! And to his right, we have James as Hoblet the Smasher. Good evening, friendos. We left off last time after having descended the balcony down into the kill box room, as uh, it has uh, so apparently been. The party has resolved to travel west in uh, anticipation and hopes in the attempt to find the North Gate. So, yeah, like, you know, we are in this grand fortress of Arachnor in like like one of the like layers of heaven where essentially, you know, good and evil, the, 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 legit, the legitimate battle of, of good versus evil is happening outside the gates. Uh, and we also have, you know, a crazed deity uh, roaming these halls who may or may not... Who apparently do, murdered people. Murdered her own Only like, celestial guards. Yeah, so, yeah, this is going to... Well, no, I think that, no. Nope, let's not even... It doesn't think work like that. No, just... Will probably do terrible things to us. Period. This is like one of the Freddy so, sequels where Freddy's outside of your dreams too. Yeah, and, uh, we need to. <laughs> we, we have to. We have to solve a lot of problems here. But the first thing we need to do is head west. So we're traversing through this keep. Let's go back west all the way to that main like foyer, destroyed sort of foyer room where we first kind of found ourselves coming into here um, that she had destroyed. We're gonna do. We're gonna go quietly. And slowly, and I'm going to send Slim through every door before we go through. Um, I want to mention something quickly. Hoblet was a little bit nonchalant up until this point, but because this lady was my, you know, the godmother of dwarves, so I figured if we ran into her, maybe I stood a chance of like, hey, I'm a dwarf, let's just fucking calm down. And now she killed seven of my dwarven brethren. So Hoblet is going to be noticeably more cautious about everything. Calm down but is moving. always the first thing you say right. to have grieving widow. Right. Yes. <laughs> well, just maybe we could help you. And 
I don't think that that's going to be a real thing. We do plan uh, to I help just wanted her, to say, but yeah, no, probably not. Sure, but I'm I this this shook me seeing seven dudes killed in their sleep, all with swords. Like that's, you know, I'm a I'm a warrior. I go to sleep with my weapon. That that was not a fun sight for Hoblet. Is shook. Wow. Okay. He's on uh, that. Yeah. I just wanted to add that uh, another uh, anagram of going west is ET Songwig. Oh, thanks. Yep, relevant for my. These are such shits. I would like to unsubscribe from Cat Facts. <laughs> you, you can't. The joke's on you. Also, I wanted to talk to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> I wanted to talk about its own egg. You know, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> It's just funny. He's just typing Who's in everything gone? we say into an anagram creator. And it's gonna. We are going off the rails, and we are like just minutes into this episode. Record time. Yeah. Yeah. Record okay. Time. We're gonna bring it. We're gonna bring it back in. We're gonna bring it back in. We are headed west at some point. We are still in the uh, that long room. Yes. No one's told us we're leaving yet. And I said we're leaving, and I'm sending Slim ahead through each door that we go through first. And kind of getting a quick, like, waiting a beat, letting her survey, and then we all traverse forward. Like, yes. why I have a familiar. So we're going to do this the smart way and scout ahead before we just blindly enter a new space. How long does Cast Grace last for? It's got a, it's got a, as I say, it's got a pretty good duration to it. I know that. <clears throat> I just don't remember if it's like an hour or if it's like eight hours or. Um, duration, concentration up to one hour. Okay. I don't know how long we've been muddling around. Not an hour. Not an hour. That's good. Uh, All right. right. So heading west, Slim Shady is able to survey the 25 foot hallway first. Yes. And nothing going on in there. No one's passed through. And then back into the 25-foot square foyer that uh, you initially entered and almost encountered Baron True Silver. And you once again encounter the ruined tables and seven torches left upon the wall. Still exactly as we left them. Nothing. Yeah, okay. It's fine. Exactly one, as you left it. One overturned? Or was this that room? Yeah. Yes, this is the one where there are seven that are still there, counting the eighth that was overturned. Okay, got it. Let's open the west door. Opening the western door, you find another 25-foot hallway. We're trying to go west, right? Yep, let's yep. keep this. Let's Continuing keep on. Going. We open the western door. Let's head west. Yep, but again, Slim surveying. So I'm assuming one, only one door in this hallway at the end. Inspecting that door and then opening it and head sending Slim through to, to scout ahead. All right. Through the hallway on the other end, you encounter a large cavernous room. The first thing you notice is the platform that is about 10 feet out and let's say 15, 25, 
30 feet wide. The room extends much, much further, both north and south. And just beyond that platform, if you look were to look down, and I assume some shady wood, you find yes. a set of uh, what appear to be some sort of tracks. So when you say a platform, what do you mean by a like like a like like a suspended platform, and then below is like a cavern? More like a train platform. A tr a train platform. Interesting. Okay. As you look down and you see some tracks about five feet below. Oh, tracks! The I'm sorry. I was thinking like like tracks like 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 an animal would leave, not tracks like railroad tracks. Yes, yes, something more metal and railish. Okay. Going which direction? A train north left these south. tracks. North and south. Interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, how far does this go south? You cannot tell. So it goes pretty far. Yeah, more than 120 feet. Beautiful, okay. It we is, by the north. way, dark in this room, aside for one torch that is just next to the entrance that you came in. Well, Hedrick so still has light. Yeah, Hedrick still has light on his drumstick. So you're not going to be walking around in the dark, bud. Um, all right. I mean, no no signs of life in here, though, right? Just this sort of this platform and like this this track, but like nothing that I can at least observe in the vicinity as far as like anything yeah. to be concerned about. Nothing that you can passively observe. Okay. Well, I'm going to make a perception check with Slim and have her actually survey. Um, let me just pull up her sheet. Got it. Uh, 14. The 14. The things you can perceive. This, uh, this room is probably about 60 feet wide. Uh, the tracks are pretty near to this side. There could be more. Maybe there was room for more further out that way. Um, Slim can perceive the drip of water somewhere to the north. Very light, you know, one drop at a time. And the cavernous echoes further on into the distance. Um, Slim Shady has dark vision, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, so Slim has the normal 60 feet of uh, vision into the dark going in any specific direction. Yes. Um, and actually, hold on, I did have actually, I forgot that Slim has advantage on perception checks, but that's fine. It's fine. We'll do it next time if I have to. Because um, she has keen senses. I just realized that. Um, okay, that's fine. Uh, but otherwise, coast is clear, so gonna flip back to Felix, give the all clear signal, and then we're gonna which is just like a thumbs up and then we're just gonna walk, I'm gonna walk in to the cavern Alright, and you walk into this uh, cavernous uh, room that happens to have a set of railroad tracks in it Yeah, and at the platform, there is not, there's not like some sort of cart or or, or or any sort of vehicle or anything like that, right? It's These are empty? Yes, there is nothing here that you can currently find, it is empty Okay, fair enough. Um, what do you think? We should just head north along the tracks? Seems prudent. 
Let's literally get on the rails <laughs> of this story. <laughs> if only I had a train whistle. I don't. Is, is James looking for a train whistle? <laughs> Kids gotta have a train whistle now, Oh, that wasn't too bad. I got a nose flute. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> <laughs> well, your nose flute plays a mean There we go. I just, I, I like that your bag of strange instruments has sort of become now a bit in the show. Yeah. I love it. I got to add to it now. I got to get the fucking train whistle. Your nose flute plays a mean train whistle. Someone hang on to that. That's definitely like an unlisted track on your next album. Somewhere. There you go. Love it. Anyway, we make our way down this uh, this, yes. uh, this tunnel. Yes, you guys follow the tracks to the north, I presume, correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm north. in love with this. <laughs> so, I mean, these continue to go. Like, are we like? I guess like, what's just like? Give me the next like, sort of landmark. I guess we notice as we're 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 heading north, right? I just sort of feel like we're just going to continue on until we see something like noteworthy. Yes. You do follow these tracks on through the darkness to the north for... Jeez, this is pretty expansive. I would say something like five to seven hundred feet. I'm not sure if anyone's stepping it out, really. So I think we can just call it an estimate at this point. Far enough where this is uh, quite a ways that you have traveled. Yes. And as you uh, reach the end, there is another identical platform to the one you came in on, also on the right. It is about six feet above the tracks, and the uh, uh, the rails continue further on to the north. Is there any signage? <laughs> Nothing that you can see. Interesting. I mean... Are we concerned that this might go underneath the wall? Up until now, I wasn't concerned with that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's go up there and uh, let's see what train stop this is. Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 stop for a second. Well, okay, hold on. We also wouldn't really want to get really far north, right? To get to like how the far north, north gate. do we need to go? We need to get to I the north know. wall, western gate, or western wall, north gate. Can't remember which. <laughs> Probably both the same. That seems important. We should figure that out right now. <laughs> that sounds important. We have to get to the north gate. In which so, wall? The western. The wall. western wall. <laughs> The fucker. You don't want to get to the western wall, western gate on the north wall because that would fuck everything up. Yeah, let's. (laughs) That's the pizza delivery gate. (laughs) Oh, the DiGiorno gate. (laughs) No, that's not delivery. Oh, the other one. Yes. Okay, so so hear me out. I think we need to keep going north. Let's notate this platform, but keep going north. See if we hit another platform. See if these tracks stop. Hmm. 
Yes? Yeah, that sounds all right to me. Let's go. I mean, we're I already really at a... this platform. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't have a sense of how far this wall is from where we are right now. I feel, I feel we don't like even we know should, where it is. I really feel like we should take a look around as much as we can at this stop. All oh, right, Pregnant. Uh, is there a like a train map or like some sort of like yeah anything subway at the station map? on the yeah. platform that shows like where the train is going good, or coming that's from? a great that's a great question quinn i asked question. i already asked if there was any signage there, yeah, is, no there signage. is no signage whatsoever but is there any mappage no there is no <laughs> mappage <either. laughs> are there any runes or anything like carved into the walls or anything like that that would be signage Okay, any doors? <laughs> yes, I think he's going to say yes. He's going to say <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. There is a door. This is not just a random platform sitting in the middle of nowhere. It could there is be. A door. Okay. To our You're east. right, it could be, but it isn't. To and our it east. Is to the east. Yes. Okay. A hot fudge Sunday could... Wait, never mind. <laughs> I, started, I started it off in reverse. I'm not going to complete it. I already failed. Okay. Um, let's just take a quick peek through this door. Since Pregnard suggested it. I did. Okay. Is it just a normal door? Uh, yes, it is a normal door. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to crack it open, send Slim through. Let's see what we see. The door creaks loudly. Ah, shit! We forgot about the oil. I literally have a fucking perfume bottle, like a, like a, like a perfume like spray thing of oil in my inventory, and I forgot to use it. That's concerning. That's <laughs> it is concerning when you say that. Yes. Oh, when I say that after I roll die. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very concerning. We are all concerned. I'm concerned. Yeah. Well, there, there's one more point of concern here. So normally you expect the door to stop creaking after it stops moving, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's sort of still a hollow, echoey, almost creaky noise you hear. Um... Like... That continues when the door stops moving? Yes, it is continuing even now, and it's starting to get a little louder. I don't like that. I really don't nobody, like that. I, nobody check the door for traps. I, I'm just gonna um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna start running back to the group if they didn't come with me. Like 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 shuffling now. Like definitely making like, like for fast walking maybe, so that I'm still not, I'm not like, you know, dashing or making a lot of noise. But like, you know, Felix is like hustling his little legs back to the group and just yes. and just like you know Every doing day. like the like the neck the neck cut like the no 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 like the, this is not this is not the door we are looking for like kind of kind of movement and then just start pointing north and like just like like let's just let's just keep moving let's just keep moving <laughs> <laughs> all right let's get to it does everybody yes. follow does everybody yeah, follow? I definitely follow. yeah yep. right now follows yeah right, uh yeah. i would uh uh you know what yes Hoblet, I'm gonna. Hoblet, okay. I'm gonna count down from three, and we're gonna do three, two, one, and on go. Right, so three, two, one, go. You cast silence by the door, and I'll cast darkness by the door. Wait, wait. Are we going on one? Or are we going on three? We're or going, we going on, on go. go. 
We're going on go. Going on go. Yes. Okay. Wait, three, wait. One, two, three, go. Three, two, one, go. Okay. And, I say, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I say go, and I cast darkness by the door. And then a second later, Hobbit casts silence on the, <laughs> the thing. Okay, and then we're just running, just so that makes yes. sure that way, that way, like sight and sound is blocked for like that, like that radius that the spells occupy, so that we can make more of an escape into the darkness north before whatever is still creaking and coming closer can get to the door. Was a second level. They're all fifth level to me. Yeah, some of us are gifted. Suppose so. So everyone's uh, running um, in kind of that cartoon, uh, you know, uh, spinny legs fashion. Yes. All right. Is anybody not partaking in this uh, Scooby-Doo gang kind of uh, dashing away scene? Or like oh, the same, head. the same bush keeps going in the background, like back and forth. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I only have like two cells in my brain here, <laughs> and two animation cells in uh, in this uh, picture. <laughs> it's safe to say we're all running then. All right, everybody is running, and uh, you guys start dashing along up this darkened hallway with naught but your dark vision. And uh, does anybody have like a light spell? Or yeah, we uh, said that or, we we know. said that Hedrick has light on a drumstick. Hedrick still has it on the drumstick. Okay, so I'm you- doing sh- I'm doing shocking grasp akimbo and uh, radiating whatever light that does. Just uh, like tickle fingers with uh, shocky. Uh, electricity coming off of them that's what Pregnard is doing from the outside of these giant webbed fingers oh yeah yeah it's even casting its own little bit of flickering dancing lights and a little bit of a static crackle in the air as you dash definitely Edric is juxtaposed uh, I would say like a complementary color of glow to his drumsticks as he's cartwheeling and tumbling and flying and flipping through this dash that he has with the tumbling fool. He just flies through the air, spiraling with his uh, drumsticks out. <laughs> it's more efficient that way. Yeah. yeah. And in the dark like this, it's definitely got like sort of a laser light show kind of feel to it with the uh, lights spinning around on the end of the drumsticks and the tumbling and the flashing in the darkness. Some laser guys, Floyd going on. <laughs> yeah. You guys make it probably another 500 feet before there is a loud bang somewhere in the hallway behind. That's what cool. What do you do? All you have to do is breathe. Breathe in the air. <laughs> Don't be afraid. Um, I don't know if I necessarily even want to stop to acknowledge it. I just want us to keep going. However, I do have quite the range for Slim, so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like ask Jarrell like to hoist me up, so that I can just kind of freely control my familiar and still travel <laughs> with the group. Yep. Okay. All right. And since Slim you know, is high in the air, Slim is high up in this uh, large. Uh, tunnel of sorts and send her kind of I mean you know within viewing distance of the door but not necessarily uh, you know like being very conspicuous right just like zipping along behind and as she travels back and as the rest of you travel on forward the loud howling noise begins anew echoing loudly through the entire tunnel 
Yeah, it's, that's that's her. Okay, Slim's coming Oops. back. You hear with a loud echo. I have not known you to create such weak illusions, my love. What are you hiding? Oh my god. So she's under the impression that he's just cheating on her, and that's what's going on. And has been hiding. Maybe she's right. just like not or, come to terms with the fact that he's actually dead. Right. That's she's, and she's believing that he's hiding you know, with a whole bunch of probably dwarven prostitutes like clanging it. <laughs> or maybe it's just been so long that she's picking up on the residual hoblet vibes that are lingering around her living quarters. No, it was. Quinn who put the cologne on let's just be yeah let's be that's uh, not really an illusion though no the illusions were the silence and the darkness oh to her what are you implying friendo well I'm just saying you've got the dwarven touch I would imagine she's attuned to that sort of thing godmother you're talking about yeah well a signal is a signal right she might be a little confused god hyphen mother right because Maybe she's just picking up on his trail. Who knows? Um, you know, let's let's we can make whatever assumptions we want. Uh, the only thing I care about is not being anywhere in the warpath of that goddess. Agreed. So north we go. We're running ahead, and um, so Felix, you have called Slim back, and you're oh, viewing yes. through your own eyes once again. Yes, good. You are uh, as soon as your vision returns to you, when your eyesight focuses properly. I imagine there's a bit of a wall, wall. Yeah, wah, I'm sure there is. Kinda, it makes sense. You know, you snap back into your own self mm-hmm. at about ninety feet, well within uh, your uh, dark vision range, but not within anyone else's yet. You can see the next um, train platform up ahead in the distance. Aha, I saw it first. Um, um, what is what is what is the, the what are the dimensions of this tunnel again? Um, it is sixty feet wide by we're gonna say it's a semicircle, so sixty feet high at the top, it towards the center. The tracks you are following are more towards the right. They are about fifteen feet in from the uh, wall on the right, the east side. Okay, so it's like one hundred and twenty feet wide. Um, no, 60 feet wide and about 60 feet high. Okay. But, you know, kind of arcing a little overhead. Right. Okay. Yeah, I said a semicircle, but it's not because it would only be 30 feet high, and that's not high enough for me. Cavernous. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I feel like uh, a long, tall arch is very dwarven. It feels very dwarven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I, I can get behind that. Cathedral-like. Well, not only that, a lot of these deities and people have been taller and like massive in size, so they would need I, transportation. Right. I'm also like, Some of them like this, constantly. Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't a dwarfin deity. That was Saint Cuthbert the Cudgel, who was just oh, growing right. a, a foot every time we mentioned him. <laughs> Twenty feet tall he was if he was a foot. Monster of a man. <laughs> The shuck of hair, red like fire. No, it was blonde, but oh, he was going blue. But it's fine. <laughs> like fire. So, anyways, I saw this platform first. So, um, does the but do the tracks still continue north? The tracks still continue north beyond this platform, even. God, damn. Do we know about how far we've gone from one platform to the other? Far. 
Yeah. We probably weren't really paying attention to it since we were at a thousand feet. We only had to pass feet? our quarters from what the dead dwarf had said. Captain C Corporal Crag. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she was definitely still back there, so those would I would still constitute as maybe her quarters. So maybe this is past the quarters? No idea. Uh, no signage of this platform either, I would assume. No, there is none whatsoever. I swear to God, we're going to actually make it to the right platform and it's going to be like everything pointing like this. Your quest is this way with like a fucking flashing marquee. And it's just, yeah. Anyways, um, single door to the east. Yes, single door heading to the east. I got to have some symmetry in my design here. Mm -hmm, of course. I just don't um, know any train platforms that don't have maps that show... Well, this isn't any normal train platform. This is some sort of transportation sure. system There's of the gods here, man. I There's get just it. one plaque that says in, in Dwarven Runes, uh, gate hopping is a punishable offense. <laughs> um, yeah, I've already committed to there not being anything, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to walk up to this door, and I'm going to pull out yes. the oil flask I have with the perfume spritzer on top, and I'm going to spritz the shit out of every visible hinge I could see. Okay, uh, the noise is getting louder from behind, by the way. Oh, fuck. Uh, I didn't noise. realize the noise was still following us. That would dr have dramatically Ask. changed my approach here in that I would not have stopped to do this. Um, I thought she was still just like... Sorry, I'm, I'm not doing a good enough job of uh, narrating the escalating action here as you are, yes, now being chased up this tunnel. Or as you can presume, it's tough to tell. A door got blasted in, there's howling noises, it's getting louder, uh, you're being yelled at about your weak illusions. Yeah, we're, in that case, no, no. I, 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 in that case, no, I'm signaling that we still can just keep going north. Like, let's just keep trying to go. Yeah. This is a... Uh... Outrun the clock mm -hmm. situation. Ah, okay, good. So you guys want to keep going past this platform? I would say, yeah, if we can, right? We want to keep running. Again, I don't know how far we want to go. I we could end up back in the battlefield. From under very here? Very easily. Yeah. We're just suddenly going to run out into the battlefield? And well, no, what if we have... no, no time to debate. Go. All right, so running along, you guys do, into further darkness. And making it about 250 feet, you encounter some large stone doors that block the way. Fuck. So we're right. past the platform. Do the tracks go through the doors? The tracks run under the doors, yes. Okay. Anything else around here? No, there is nothing else. These uh, doors appear to uh, uh, provide a hard stop at the end of the track. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. Uh, range, range on this. Fuck. Um, hmm. That's not good. Cast silence on the doors and we'll open them. Uh, you are 250 feet away from those doors. Oh, well, then we keep going to the doors. Oh, are you Not talking about the big stone doors in front of yes. you? Yes. Yes. Ah. Are we going to be able to open those? 
I don't know. And we can't go back now. We, we ran past the other one, so... Yeah, it kind of seems like we're stuck. Honestly, in this moment, we, we could have gone up that platform, and who knows what we would have seen up there, but at least we know what we're facing down here. Uh-huh. Listen, okay, I, I did this out with my plan, and I'm sticking to it, so... Uh... Fuck. No, because she she's called that a cheap illusion. Then like she's gonna hear through whatever bullshit we do here. We just gotta we just we, I don't I don't know what to do. Uh, does anyone? Hey, Quinn, how many people can you make invisible? That's uh, probably not good enough either. She's probably gonna see through that two? too. Well, I can make yeah, I can make two people greater invisible. Wait, idea. Everybody, does anybody have anything they can give them like breathing, or does anyone feel good about holding their breath for a little bit? I can hold my breath indefinitely underwater. Or I can oh. just breathe. I can just breathe underwater. Could, couldn't you? Maybe... Couldn't you make a, a, a shape water around, around your, your head? Face, right. Shape water around yes, your head. Yes, I could. Okay. I can. I can. Anyone else? Anyone else have any way to you know keep to to, to breathe in an area where there's not going to be a lot of air after like ten minutes? Mm. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Everybody, hop in my fucking bag of holding. Everybody. Hop in my bag of holding. We're gonna step off the Even tracks me? and off to the side. Everybody, hop in my okay. bag of holding. Here we go. <laughs> and I open and I open the bag up, and obviously it stretches because it's a bag of holding, right? And just I'm gonna step in, one foot at a time. <laughs> go right now. <laughs> All right. I'll meet you in there. Pregnant has been waiting for this. He is first. You all want to get into a bag of holding with Hoblet in a cod piece. I just want to be. It's an extra dimensional space. Don't want to. Just don't worry about it. I'm going to be right up on you, though. Get in there. There might be all this extra. There's no time for debate. Everybody get in. in. You and your fucking. Has everyone gotten in? Yep. Well, um, yes. Yes. Sure. The first thing you all notice is the exquisite paisley upholstery that covers every surface of the inside of this space. The walls, the ceiling, the floors, the chairs, even even the tables, interestingly enough, ever so slightly cushioned with a uh, sort of a diamond-quilted uh, paisley pattern on the inside. I was hoping for Aberesque. Yeah, uh, Unfortunately, his uh, bag of holding is a Vera Bradley. I have to, I have to pee there, Bradley. Who <laughs> oh this man? Boo. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody gets in my bag of holding then. Yeah. Yes, everyone okay. is in the bag of holding. And then I will hop in after them, right? And but what I'm going to do is like you're going to see like it's like okay, so at the top of this bag of holding, right, is sort of like you can see like that little, just like almost like a vacuous space. You know where everyone kind of just dropped through, but then you just kind of fall in there like nice and comfortably, right? It's extra dimensional space. But you can see Felix's legs are dangling down from this like void. But what I'm doing is I'm holding on to the edge of the bag and just like peeking out of like the slightly open flap, like just off the side from like the stone doors. You know what I mean? And I'm just like watching what happens. This is this is excellent. So you are literally hanging in the border of like an ethereal or astral realm, like inside yes, the bag. Like half of my half of my body is in the bag. Half of my body is out of the bag. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, you're just sort of holding yourself up with upper body strength, right? 
Just Okay. After about 30 seconds, you start to see a bit of a light in front of you. Mm-hmm. Also, after 30 seconds, your arms are starting to get a little bit shaky. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. We're about to do about the rest of this seconds. podcast from the inside of a bag of holding. Baron, our true silver is getting a little bit closer. And uh, I would like you to make a uh, strength saving throw. Add plus sure, four. I am. I'm not within 10 feet of you, Jarrell. How are you not within 15 feet? I'm in your bag. Oh, 15 feet. Yeah, okay. Then that's fine. Because <laughs> it's interdimensional space. <laughs> Extra-dimensional. 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 Interdimensional. Intergalactic. Right, interplanetary. I'll take the four. Planetary intergalactic. Ah. 14. 14. Okay, you're holding yourself up by now, but you're you're really doing some pretty violent shaking. Like, you're having a hard time here. It's okay. It's a cloth bag. It's fine. Can any of us, like, reach his feet? Yeah. Well, we would have to stack about three of you on top of each other's shoulders. We can do that. Can we, can we do that so I can inspire him to yes. make sure that he can yes, hold? Please. There's, like a, there's, 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 there's also a ladder, like, against the walls of one of these, like, furnished rooms <laughs> in my bag of holding. It's your bag of holding. You sort of determine the reality. <laughs> Well, and there's also like ladders on bookshelves, like where all the tomes that Felix has stored in his 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 bag of holding are all neatly organized on these bookshelves. And there's like a ladder that kind of slides across the bookshelves. But I'm sure the bookshelves are be like. Tall. I always figured there would be like an attendant inside of a bag of holding, because how can you just reach in and pull out? Because you just you think want. about what you want and you pull it out. That's how the bag works. It's magical. Like all the right. guy gives it to you. The guy just knows what you want and hands it to you. You know what? You know what? I love the flavor of this and it's my bag of holding, so fuck it. Like I'll just make up something. Yeah. Um, Good. A man who looks just like the Ask Jeeves mascot appears in the middle of the bag. But he's undead. <laughs> yes, even better. I love he's that. Undead, undead Jeeves, get... monocle and all. And the monocle actually upon a closer inspection appears to be a gem or crystal of some sort. Ooh. Uh, I was getting more of like an inside out vibe. Where like everything's in shelves, and then there's these little mechanical things that just kind of like nope. do it all. Nope, I there's have Jeeves now. I have an undead butler <laughs> named Jeeves that lives. Yes, in my you bag now have an undead butler named Jeeves because it's fantastic. That he lives, lives only in my... inside your bag of holding. Now. Yeah, he exists only to bring me the things that I think about when I reach into it. Also, this is like perfect. For... I feel like there's a few elements in Felix's character that are like just unabashedly dark. And like yes. very kind of like evil, but like but not yes. Felix. Felix's delivery is just like accepting enough that like or just like warm enough that like he's not actually evil, but mm, some of this shit is pretty shady. He just yes. has an mm-hmm. undead butler inside well, of it. You know, I mean, listen, my, my 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 you guys don't necessarily know too much about this, but my patron is you know patron of the undying. So uh, yeah, that's where my power comes from. So I figured that's just part of the flavor of, you know, what, whatever magic I would have, you know, mm-hmm. bestowed upon my magical items. Anywho, so I'm peeking <laughs> out of the bag. My feet still. Yes, you, are, you are out of the bag. Now, are, are people going to be helping by uh, doing a uh, stack of uh, people all trying to, you know, push him up by the feet? Yeah, oh, yeah, I will. I will lift up. Uh, let's see. I, I guess it's probably best to do what Quinn and Hedrick. 
who's the tallest? You are. So we got to. Yeah. We got. Oh, I know. So we got to stack <laughs> the three of us. Oh, yeah. I we know. need he three says, of us, though. Oh, I know. I'm only five nine. I am. I am also not much taller than you, but yeah, we're still the tallest people. Well, we kind of determined this is like a fifteen foot ceiling, right? So. <laughs> yeah. It has to. Be, it has to be three of you. And I don't want to. Uh, I don't want. I don't want to put Hedrick on Pregnart. Because <laughs> Pregnart's slippery. I could take it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> because of the fr- the coefficient of friction more than the strength. Got it. Whoever is stacking on, uh, whoever is stacking on top of Jarrell, just make a basic uh, acrobatics uh, check. The two bars. Which- Let's go. I'll go. I'll go in the middle then. So I'll get on top of Jarrell. Where's my D twenty? Oh. Um, thirteen. But I'm going to use my adult onset inspiration. Hey, yeah. I don't think that's good enough. I like that. I like that a lot. Nice. 17. 17, yeah, that'll do it. It's a little <laughs> wobbly, but uh, you find your footing on top of Jarrell's shoulders. Who's the last one who's going to uh, bridge the gap here? Hedrick is going to inspire Felix. Yep. I have to reach the top. Harry, I've reached the top. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so you... Let, let me get this straight. You're going to reach the top by climbing on Quinn's shoulders. On top of Jaro. Oh, yes. I burn. It. it just seemed metaphorical. <laughs> you got Hedrick. <laughs> what do you got? I was looking something up and I had something in my head. Well, you got to do your acrobatics check first. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> 18 plus 13. Yeah, that does it. Uh, so you are able to make this moxious maneuver with a plum. Nice. And now Felix yeah. feels literally yes. supported by his friends. And Felix is literally supported by his friends who have piled upon each other and, you know, Hopped on literally to uh, support you in your endeavor. Jeeves just has a thousand yard stare, like out until like he's looking at literally nothing and just standing in the middle of this room. He's not responding or doing anything to anyone else here. You see Hedrick looking down at Quinn, verifying his last foothold. And then he looks up to the dangling gnome feet. Uh huh. And he reaches up and he goes, Oh, Felix, Felix. <laughs> and just reaches hold of your ankle. I can't hear it, but you I know. can feel it. Yeah, hoping hoping that you do register the one D ten worth one D ten worth I'll of inspiration. Um you'll see from through the void, um uh, just a, my my little my little hand comes down with a thumbs up and then it returns back up. Because I'm being supported yeah. now. Moving our camera, shifting our perspective to the top and the outside of the bag, and what Felix is seeing, bearing our true silver barrels down to the end of the hallway. 
just past the doors. Or, you know, just past the, uh, I'm sorry, just past the platform and close enough where she is well within eyesight. Looks around menacingly. Nice narrow stare and a long pause. Tension building. Before she kicks one of the rail ties in disgust, shattering beneath her foot, and she stomps that back down away. I'm going to wait until she's no longer in my eyesight. A few seconds later, she does depart. Okay, I'm going to pull myself out of my bag of holding and then think to myself, Hoblet, and reach into my bag and pull Hoblet out. How does it manifest on the inside? Um, you know, that's a great question. Okay, Jeeves walks over to Hoblet, hoists him up effortlessly, and just whoosh, throws him into the air and through the void and into my hand. Can we call him Unjeeves? Unjeeves, I love it. Unjeeves, okay, I'm writing that down. I have to write that down too. <laughs> <laughs> Are they connected by uh, Unjeeves cord? He just makes like this weird, like guttural sound as he does it. Just like, you know, just like horrible, like, you know, dead. Oh, yes. An absolute terrible, dark utterance in some sort of uh, forgotten tongue. Mangled by the fact that his jaw barely does add anything anymore. Right. And yeah, and just. But you can kind of hear the monocle. It kind of sounds a little distinguished. Mm hmm. There are definitely menacing glints from the monocle. Um, and then uh, I, I'm going to do the same thing for each of my party members one at a time. It is equally disturbing for each of you through your perspective as you are jerked up very quickly and with uh, very little um, respect for things like momentum or gravity. Just the way Hedrick lacks it. And then we're all back, you know. Yes, you are all popped back into reality. Reattach the bag of holding to my equipment. Bag of holding is reattached, and you are left in the darkness, more or less unscathed. Felix, uh, even though he doesn't have to breathe anymore, does let out a sigh of relief. Okay, so I say that the last platform we hit should be the one we should go through. Let's go quietly and slowly. We don't need another close call like that. All right. So those sound like the marching orders. That sounds good. Okay. Back to the last platform we encountered prior to these stone doors. Yes. Back to the last platform. And what you do notice is the door that is there, well, was there, it appears to have been ripped off its hinges and flung to the other side of the uh, the cavernous track area. Well, well she seems to be like areas. a little grumpy. Little grumpy, unhinged, in fact. Oh, uh-huh. uh, she and the door. Um. All right. Well, you know, gonna do the whole traditional. Still send Slim into the whatever room she, you know, uncovered. Uh, before we go in there. 
Sounds good. This is a 25-foot hallway. The door at the other end is intact. It is also closed. It's okay. That's fine. Uh, we, I'm going to signal we all walk into that door. Walk towards that door. Maybe oil it first? Oh, I'm going to oil the fuck out of this do we, door. Do we see the hinges? You can see the hinges from here as this door opens outwards towards you. Okay, I will take out my little oil flask and spritzer and just just on on every single on every hinge, and even if it's you, a if it's a pull ring or a knob on that too, to make sure there is no rubbing of metal sound anywhere, at all. The door is well lubricated. Perfect, and I'm gonna go ahead and just gently pull on this lubricated door and send Slim through when it's open wide enough for her to slide her way in. You enter a 25 by 25 foot room, virtually identical to the first room you entered coming into the residence. There are doors at the north, south, and east, and the one in the west from which you have just entered. There are several tables with chairs in the middle of the room, and there are eight sconces on the walls uh, and equally spaced out throughout. Okay. North? Yes. Sure. All right. You all proceed to the north door, which is closed, by the way. Yep. Um, same deal. Can I see hinges on this one? Um, this one opens outward, so you cannot see the hinges, no. Okay. Someone careful? Want to try to... Oh, wait, I forgot. I have advantage on dexterity check still. It hasn't been an hour yet, I don't think. Maybe it has. Not yet. Uh, I'm going to try to very quietly open this door. The door mechanisms open with nary a sound, as you're able to lubricate those properly. The hinges do let out a little bit of a squeak as you begin to push. Okay, after the first squeak, I do stop. Just, like, look around, listen. How big are the gaps around the door? Pretty standard door. At this point, it's been opened enough where there's maybe about a millimeter of space in between the door and the jam. Oh, my God, that's a very exact door. (laughs) It's been opened just a little bit at this point. Are you trying to do your thing? I guess not. I can't. Is there a gap underneath the door? Uh, yeah, probably about half an inch. Can't do it. Damn. Okay. Uh, if there's still no, like, dramatic... Oh, hold on. Let's close the door that led out to the to the tracks, if we haven't already. Make sure we close that behind us so that now any noise we make is isolated to this small room. Okay, that door is now closed. It was not before, will, but now it is. Now we'll continue to gently push on this northern door. The door gives out a light, low squeak as you continue to push. Oh, I hate it. Nothing happens. Okay, when it's about a foot wide, I stop. Your foot, like, open. like you know. Oh, yeah, it's a foot open, which leaves it about a half inch to an inch or so wide open at the right side. But, you know, still a foot on the left. 
you could I, probably uh, get the nozzle of your thing through and uh, oil it now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use uh, this ability I have. Ooh. Or rather, I'm gonna tell Felix, give give me uh, your oil spray. I hand it to Pregnar. Trust me. And then I uh, shift form, uh, and I. At level 14, I gain the ability to enter a liquid state while moving. So I can squeeze. Oh, <laughs> this is my, this is the big reveal, guys. Uh, I squeeze through small spaces um, at, at least three inches in diameter. So if the door is open a foot or a half foot, the you def- said. It's a foot. I'm we going haven't in. even a half a foot yet. That qualifies, right? I'm going in. <laughs> What does it look like when Pregnard assumes a liquid form? Uh, I forget what we discussed, but it was some, it was some, uh, something along the lines of when Alex Mack. Yes, that's right. Yes, right. Yes, 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 yes. Or my, my favorite of this visual effect, Odo from uh, Deep Space Nine. Ooh. Uh, and, and when I'm in this liquid state, you will refer to me as Constable. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so but but greenish in tone, not like a golden or like a bluish tint. Alex Mack was kind greenish of bluish, in think, tone. Greenish <laughs> in tone, and but I can I feel like I can still at least support this bottle of oil until I I move through it, and uh, I will reform on the other side and spray the hinges. Now. I'm not sure if uh, your oil, the oil becomes liquid while you're carrying it. I mean, it the rest or, of his possessions uh, seem to, right? If he can carry the rest of those with him. So I'm going to guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. So, yeah, you're able to take the oil through that very narrow gap, and we're going to retcon it back to three inches to showcase the ability better. Yeah, so I can squeeze in there. Yes, that, that's exactly what we need to be doing, is I need to shut, set this up to showcase abilities, because it sounds way more fun. That's pretty cool. You know, showy. So yes, the door was three inches the whole time, and I'll fight anyone who says different. <laughs> and uh, Pregnart, in liquid form, is able to squeeze through this gap and oil the door before any uh, any more further hints are made as to your location. Yep, and then we, um, I, I continue. Opening I will the door. atomize that oil all over the hinges. Yep, and this door, now well lubricated, opens with nary a sound. Beautiful. The hallway continues on through uh, quite dim light for about 40 feet. Okay. Just liquid leapfrog to that situation. Wow. Say what? <laughs> wow. Wow. Way to jump to conclusions there. Doors are a real thing in this campaign. It has always been a thing. It will continue to be a thing. Yep. <laughs> oh, another singular door on the other end. Another singular door at the other end. Hinges visible? Hinges are visible. Opens in toward you. Um, well, since Pregnant still has the spray, I'm just going to, you know, point to the hinges. Spray, spray, spray. Spritz, spritz, spritz. Oh, the hinges go. Yeah, Pregnard knows something about uh, oily surfaces and is able to lubricate the door effectively and efficiently. That is my favorite type of surface. And let's open. (laughs) 
and the door opens into a much more conventionally dwarven area. A hallway about 80 feet high and 150 feet at its uh, widest in front, well, at its uh, longest in front of you. It, it stretches out straight, as I say, it stretches out north? It's north, and that is the uh, the width. The tunnel also goes very far off to both the east and the west. Hmm. This room appears to be a very large uh, corridor of some sort. Did we change any elevation at some point? Because like, I feel like if we were to go west, right, like we would be intersecting. You would probably be intersecting the gate at ground level. Or at least the wall at ground level heading west from here. Okay. I mean, the the land outside is not uniformly level, probably. So maybe, or I lost track of elevation at some point. Doesn't really matter. Okay. No, just well, just, think, just curious. I think they brought a leveling crew through here. It's about we're about like a cudgel's height above sea level. I think. <laughs> like that. Who's cudgel though? Your cudgel or my cudgel? Oh my god! All right. <laughs> so this uh, this hall. You said it also goes east. Yes. Uh, it goes east and west. There are very large pillars, probably about 20 feet in diameter, going from floor to ceiling. Every oh, 100 feet or so along the hallway and in rows, maybe about 20 feet out from the north and south walls of this. There are torches all over the place, and things are pretty well lit here. Okay. So, if the gate's to the west we've gone as far north as we can go. I think we actually have to now start going east to find maybe the gatehouse, because we don't want to need to go necessarily to the gatehouse itself, right? I remember Valen said something, but we had to find the, like the anvil was maybe to bring zero here. I don't know if the anvil can also open that gate or like the portal, right? From one end of the keep to the other. It seemed to be that was the method to create the portals. Right. So let's head, let's, let's just, and we don't want to intercept the gate at ground level. We, we're not trying. We're not trying to get there ourselves. We're trying to find a way to bring troops there. So, uh, okay, let's head west. Let's just see what it. Let's let's head west first. See what it looks like over there, right? See the area we're supposed to bring people to, and then head east if the anvil's not that way. All right. So you plan on heading west first. West first. All right. Uh, this very large tunnel continues off to the west for something like even almost a quarter mile before you see any signs of life. Off in the distance, though, you do see what appears to be uh, a fire off in the distance. Okay, this might be the forge. Um, or maybe a bad thing, like a fire, an actual fire, like we're, like something's on fire. Well, it could also just be troops that we need to communicate with. Let's find out. And as you get closer, it does appear that there are some sort of humanoids around a uh, campfire down at the end of the hallway here. Good. Just beyond them are vast iron doors that cover the entire width and height of this hallway leading outwards. That's probably the forage or the gate or something. So That's probably the gate. All right, That's so a let's, big clue. Let's maybe go interact with those humanoids, talk to them, see what they know, yes. and then go find the anvil. So okay. let's approach. Uh, Jarrell, you lead the way, though. You look the most regal and, like, uh, I guess, godly among us, right? So just you, you go first. But um, 
Pregnard holds uh, Jarrell's oh, hand. Hold on, approaches. hold on. We're not <laughs> necessarily hiding anymore, correct? No. Yeah, are you going to want to put your armor back on? Yeah. <laughs> take the however long it takes for you to fucking It does take 10 minutes, and I mean, Pregnart, Pregnart and Hedrick have to help me, but I'm not walking up to these guys in my pajamas pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and Hobbit should cover his ass. I feel like in this situation, appropriate clothes are inappropriate. Right. Okay, so Jarrell is getting changed. Is anyone else altering their wardrobe choices at any point? No, I'm not. Hobbit still got his ass out. I light up my cod piece. Do I put my armor back on? All right. I'll get decent. Okay. Well, wait, what does that mean for you, though? I'll follow Jarrell's lead. Okay. It can't take any longer than Jarrell putting the whole plate mail armor on. Mm-hmm. Right. Pregnart puts on his uh, his dress beard. The special <laughs> I about the beard. Uh, what's right? the difference between the dress beard and the regular beard? It's bedazzled, of course. Oh, it's bedazzled, of course. Still made I of moss, though, right? It's still made of moss. It just has little rhinestones in it. It just looks more magical. I am I am freshening up since now I I potentially am allowed to be freshened up. Oh God. I like I how we have, have no idea who these people are up ahead, but we're just committing yeah, to like exactly. looking at just outlandish and uh-huh. seeing just very vanilla <laughs> vanilla and lavender. That's what I see right. like right now. Now we never decided is it vanilla soaked in lavender or is it lavender soaked in vanilla? Yes. Anyway, let's approach these guys. <laughs> Valander is what I call it. Valander. Okay. Good to know. Vanilvander. <laughs> Vanilvander. Uh, Valander by Quinn. Once, once in my armor, uh, Jarrell will walk up. Uh, Greetings from Lady Valen. I am Lord Jarrell Light. Of who do I have the pleasure of addressing? And about 15 dwarves snap up to attention and whip out swords, axes, whatever armaments they can. They're all really scraggly looking. Long, white hair, beards reaching to the floor, shaky hands looking at you with wild eyes. Who are you? I just Just introduced myself. (laughs) (laughs) Truly, that's the only thing. I didn't know who you are. Hoblet maybe comes to the front. Uh, Good evening, friendos. I'm Hoblet, the Smasher. Smasher? I don't buy that. There's no Smashers in heaven. He pulls out Trixie and maybe slams her down on the ground. Um, I'm sure that I have like a family crest or something, right? There's got to be sure something, but uh, I feel like maybe just a Trixie smash. Is he not impressed? Oh, it sounds authentic. Sounds like he might want to sing the Smasher Clan song. No. We can't. <laughs> we can't do it again. Um, Jarrell will speak up again. Uh, we have been tasked by Lady Valen to open the gate. On, it's the north. Nobody asked you up there. 
There's an adult down here. I want to talk to him. I hate dwarves. I know there's no smashers <laughs> in heaven. I've met smashers. But here they are. So what are you doing here? Uh, we're, we're passing through. My friends and I are looking to open the gate, the north gate on the west wall. Wait. You do know what's going on out there, right? Of course. You do we know are. they're opening the gate with 15 of us and one, two, three, four, five, six of you is not going to go so well. What, 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 my, what, he my. He turns around and points at Jarrell. That trap over there counts as like three guys. No, no, no. Well, hold on. What my esteemed dwarven um, friend here is trying to say, uh, I hope they have some respect for me because, you know, gnomes and dwarves do coexist together in some places, you know, uh, is that we're trying to open a gate to bring reinforcements to this gate. We need to, we need, we need to create a shortcut for the troops to travel from the southern part of the fortress to here. Lady Valen herself has tasked us to do this. Well, why didn't she say so? I swear, they get like no oxygen up there. I, I was trying to say so. <laughs> we both so, just like, Juhaba and I both just try to shush Jarrell. <laughs> right, like, I'm going to turn, I'm literally going to turn around and just look at him like, <laughs> don't just leave it. <laughs> honorable, right. honorable long beards. I am just asking, um, where is the Great Anvil? We were told that this would be a way to open a portal to allow the troops to come here and reinforce you. Wait, the madman actually built it? That crazy son of a bitch. His wife will kill him if she knew. <laughs> oh, um, so, okay, uh... So, or seven other people. I'm assuming you don't know where this is, then. Hey! Hell, we've got nothing better to do. We're sitting around the fire by giant gates that we've got no intention of opening. We can't very well guard what's going on on the inside against the revering hordes of hell. Let's we'll go look for it. Let's go, laddies. Oh, oh yeah, sure, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And that is where we're going to call our episode for this evening. <laughs> like this was, was, you know, sort of a good place. We're going to shift some gears and, um, you know, a little bit, you know, make this a slightly different uh, sort of venture, a little less sneaky, maybe a little more expository. But uh, if you do like us or if, you know, you really don't like us, I mean, really, really don't like us. Well, hopefully if you like <laughs> us, we can be found on the internet we're in such places as reddit slash r slash hapless heroes podcast we are on facebook search for hapless heroes podcast on both twitter and the gram at hapless heroes will take you to our socials there all of those have some sort of promoted or pinned or top or sticky post that will take you to the crown jewel of our internet presence our discord server where you can interact with us on a daily basis and where we would love for you to come and join in our growing community if you really like us though leave us a five-star review on the podcast service of your choice. Now, if the podcast service of your choice, I assume you have one by the time you've gotten to this episode, this this, uh, series. If you don't, please go back at least to a recap. But anyway, 
if you've got one of those services of your choice and it lets you leave a five-star review, please leave one for us. If it doesn't, come to our Discord. We've got a channel there called Five Stars where you can leave us a review for us. If you leave it in either of those places, we can read it on air so that we can recognize you as the five-star human being that you are. Now, if you really, really like us, you could donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Heroes, where there are a variety of reward tiers, and some of them got some pretty cool stuff. You know, there may or may not be tasteless nudes involved. I'm not going to confirm nor deny. They, or tasteful. Yeah. yeah. We settled on tasteless news really recently. I mean, we 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 know us. Or nudes of neutral taste. Really over the line stuff. You you won't find those listed there, but you know. There's 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 tasteful nudes, there's tasteless nudes, and there's taste nudes, which I don't know what those look like. But what you will actually (laughs) find there are a bunch of scratch and taste nudes. Are a bunch of bloopers. (laughs) behind the scenes audio and like just things that we you know like, like, all, like when i just let the when i just let the microphones roll before and after an episode leads to some great conversations and some silly shit that we get up to um it's all there just to give back to you guys plus a ton of other stuff so yeah go check it out and if you like us right now you like us sally field and the whole deal go out and murder yourself a serial killer and use the heart of Dumbala to transfer their soul into the nearest item. Might be a good guy doll. Who knows? Uh, might be uh, <laughs> any kind of doll. Then freeze that doll with liquid nitrogen and plunge it into uh, some sort of uh, a case and uh, make that case be, uh, you know, uh, a part of a uh, space mining operation that will go out and eventually that doll will find itself in a mech suit uh, once it defrosts and uh, <laughs> so there will be uh, the soul of a serial killer inside of a, a doll inside of a mech suit and it's like uh, one of those Russian nesting dolls of murder yeah and uh <laughs> Then that uh, they'll put on a magic show, and at the very end, they'll plug our podcast. Thank you. We, <laughs> we the Russian cool. nesting dolls of murder, bid you farewell. <laughs> we will see you next week. We're gonna outro our cast before this gets any weirder. Starting with my left, with Hobble at the Smasher, played by James. Was an interesting quest. To his left, Lord and Captain Quinn Southwind, played by Mike. I was helpful. To his left, we have Pregnard, played by Zach. I'm hoping I can become goo again. To his left, we have Hedrick, the Entertainer, played by Phil. I think it's time we hammer down. To his left, we have Lord Jarrell the Light, played by John. Until next time. And to his left, we have the fabulous Felix Fizzlebottom, played by Francesca. On to the next plan. My name is Dave. I've been your host and Dungeon Master for this evening. Join us next week as uh, we uh, maybe uh, move a little further on the plot here, with or without railroad tracks. Bye-bye now. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye. It's like if Chucky was an aliens, that's what I'm going for here. It's like... <laughs> <laughs>